0: I am so excited to tell you that the Academy doors are now open. So if you want to become an Unbreakable Mindset Life Coach, then this is definitely your time. We have put some crazy discounts on the enrollment prices to make this so easy for you to step into this transformational career. Please just DM me the word coach on Instagram, You do don't coaching, and I will send you the link. to the Unbreakable Mindset Podcast, your burst of weekly inspiration to keep your mindset on track to manifest your greatest desires. I am Jude Don't, your host, a world-renowned mindset coach, helping my clients and now you, the listener, to break free of the mental struggle, find contentment, meaning and purpose in your life. Welcome back to the podcast, I can't believe how long it's been. It feels like an eternity since I sat in front of this microphone. I had a lovely time off. I hope you all did as well. I made a conscious effort to have a full, God, I think it was eight days in the end off and not do any work. And there was part of us going, oh, but you should be doing some work. There's other people with the same business as you doing work. You should be doing work. And I had to really kind of just make those gentle thoughts and go, no, do you know what? I've committed. I am taking time off. I'm not doing anything. And I do feel really, really good for it. Um, My little one had a cough for the last three weeks. I know there's so much going around, isn't there? And I feel like I caught what he had literally a day before I was due back to work. So my voice is okay for now. And I'm praying it lasts because I've got speaking slots next week and um, obviously just recording the podcasts again and having clients. <laughs> Everything requires my voice, so let's all keep with fingers crossed. So yes, back, and this is the first episode of 2023, and I debated in my head what this episode should be about. Now, obviously, we're at the start of the year. And a lot of um, mindset podcasts, manifestation podcasts are all talking about goal setting and intentions. And I didn't want to do the kind of same old, same old in terms of delivering you a carbon copy of what other people are putting out there. And I was trying to think what is going to be the most helpful episode for you. And I started to think about the struggles of some of my clients when they come to me, the struggles of people I have spoke to over the last few weeks. I did take, do you know, that's such a lie. I said I didn't work, but I actually did a little bit because I took some consultations and inquiries from people who are wanting one-to-one coaching as well as people who are wanting to join the coaching academy as well. So I did a teeny, teeny, tiny bit of work, but I love that. I love speaking to people. So it wasn't, it wasn't a, um, It wasn't a hard thing. And yeah, I kind of uh, took on board what people are struggling with, what holds people back and what what keeps people stuck. And I guess if you are somebody who, you know, sees the new year as a, a fresh start and you set goals and you set intentions, then you're probably well on your way of, planning stuff and taking action and feeling good and I guess what I wanted this podcast to do was for for it to be for people who are stuck, who are struggling with making decisions, who are fearful of the year ahead, they're worried about repeating what happened last year. Maybe you are just feeling tired and you're sick and tired of feeling tired. And what I would say is that is the perfect place to start from. Because if you are sick and tired of feeling the way that you do right now, then the likelihood is you will be more inclined to make changes and to really step outside your comfort zone. Now, There might be you might be out there and you might have done little goals and set little and small intentions and that is fantastic. But what if you want real change, and you want to change your career, or you want to get out of the rut that you feel like you've got yourself into? Then listen up because I feel like this episode was meant for you. Now, let's look at why people get into these rots, okay? And let's look at what stops them getting out of it. So you might be in this rut because you just kind of, you've been neither happy nor sad, you've just been getting on with things, but now you feel unmotivated, you are tired, you kind of want change, but you don't know what to do. And maybe you're just like, you're struggling to take action. Like every day is just being like. Work, come home. Get into bad habits. Whether that's midweek drinking. Whether that's like. Not eating the right food. Whether that's just. Getting addicted to social media. And Netflix. And, and all the things that take you away from what should be. Passions and purpose. And stuff that gets you out of bed in the morning. So. There could be multitude of reasons as to why you feel the way you currently do, but I'm guessing the thing that stops you taking action is one of five things. It's a fear of failure. It's worrying what people think. It's feeling like you're not good enough. It's worrying that you don't have the ability or commitment to make change. And then it's just not knowing what to do, okay? Now, if that all resonates with you, then listen up, okay? Because it's all well and good, doing a vision board and kind of setting out what you would love it to look like. And some of you might not even know what that is yet, but we'll come back to that. If you don't believe it's possible for you, And that belief thing is really, really key, isn't it? Because if you don't believe something's possible, how much effort will you actually put into it? You know, it's probably 50%, if that. So therefore, if you're only putting 50% in because you don't believe things are possible, sorry, that was inappropriate, that was my phone dinging, um, then the likelihood is, as time goes on, The actions you take are minimal. The results you'll get will be minimal. So therefore, your beliefs are confirmed and you just stop doing something. So it lasts a very short time. And that could just be you Googling something. That could just be you thinking, oh, well, that would be a nice idea. But then you do nothing about it. So what I would say is to sit with a piece of paper and ask yourself which areas of your life Are you completely content with? So, list all the areas list like friends, family, um, hobbies, interests, um, career, money, whatever it is, write a whole list of the areas of your life. Health could be a one as well. And then think about which areas are fine and which areas need vast improvement. And whichever one kind of scores the lowest in terms of it's not great, then that is the one that I want you to take action over, first of all. Now, take that and then move it on to a separate bit of paper. So which area of your life is feeling the most unfulfilled is probably the best way of looking at it. And then I want you to ask yourself lots of different questions. Why does it feel unfulfilled? When did it feel fulfilled? Like, what have you been happy with that area of your life and what did it look like? And then I want you to start thinking about what would make it better? What would get you out of bed in the morning? What would be the thing that if you could just have this one thing that would massively, massively change how you feel about that area of your life? And if it's a career change and you don't know, what that looks like you just know you want to do something different then start asking yourself like what are you interested in what could you do go back to the drawing board there is a fantastic website called national career service it's free i may have talked about it before and you can put in what your interests are what um qualifications you've got if any And it'll throw up different types of jobs. Now, it's not to say that you then go and apply for them and then it's done and dusted. It could just be that it helps trigger different things for you. I want you to think of hobbies that you're interested in. I want you to think of, you know, the reason why people come to my academy is because they have struggled in the past and want to help people who've struggled like them. Or they seem to be the go-to person in their group that people come to when they've got a problem so things like that they kind of then go oh do you know what maybe I would be good at this maybe this could be something that I could do as a career now I want you to think of things like that in your life where you know do you know what it just comes naturally to you and actually you're really good at it and that can then spark more ideas more interests So that's the planning side of things and don't be fearful of the planning part because that should be the fun part. That is you rewriting what 2023 is going to look like for you. Now, for some people, that could be a complete career change. For some people, it could just be, do you know what? Getting your ass off the sofa and doing something that is going to energize you. Or it could be that it's just really small tweaks that you need to make at work. So that you start to enjoy it again. You know, I've had people come to me who get to the top of their game and they are the CEO of their company and it's doing so well and yet they're so unhappy. And it's because the thing that made them happy was that hunger, was that drive, was that creating, was that design process. And they kind of don't get to do it anymore because people are doing it for them. So then it's then, well, what do you go back to? Because if the thing that gave you fire in your tummy is that creating part, then what could you do in your business that goes back to that area? And if you aren't CEO and you are somebody who has a position in a company, look at what excites you about that role and what can you do to leverage it back more to that side of things. Okay, so that's stage one. It's the creative process. It's looking at where the gaps are, what you need to improve on. And they're kind of the goal setting parts, aren't they? Now I want to take you to why people then don't take action. And it's all of our anxieties. It's all of our limiting beliefs that then start to show up at this implementation stage. It's the fear of what happens if I fail? What will people think? All the, the what ifs, you know, those awful, ugly what ifs that keep us stuck. Yeah. And I know this is something that I do with um, the, the, the students in my academy. We talk about reframing. So, you know, one of the classic reframes is, what if I fail? The reframe to that is, but what if you were to succeed? Yeah. Because then you just change it and it feels so good because you are looking at the outcome. So when the fear set in, and again, this is what I do with my one-on-one clients when they are looking at a career change and they are struggling, and I ask them to go away and start doing some brainstorming. I send them off with a list of questions to get the juices flowing, and I say to them, when you are putting down your ideas. Even if you've got limiting beliefs, as you're writing it on the paper, I don't care because that's the stuff we will work one to one together on. So as you're putting ideas on the bit of paper, don't think about, oh God, well, that would never work, right? Because that's a, the that's a, that's a, that's a latter stage. You've got to put those ideas down to be able to think about what excites you. So as these, going back to, as these are showing up for you, these limited beliefs, the anxieties, the worries, the stresses, the concerns, the blocks that are going to stop you from taking action or taking really robust action towards them, you've got to listen to them because they are telling you something, but you're listening to them and then you're doing nothing about it. So you hear, oh my God, but I could never do that. What must if I fail?" So what I want you to do is take that and think about, okay, so if that's what's coming up for me, if that's the anxiety, if that's the limiting belief that I have about myself, that I'm not good and I'm not disciplined and I can't do this, you have to start for looking for evidence of when people can do it, okay? Because there's many people who open a, a coffee shop and it closes within 12 months and there are many people who open a coffee shop and it flourishes and it's the go-to place it's a place you go back to it's a place you say to your mate oh come on let's go here for a little coffee I love this place they do gorgeous teas they do gorgeous cake whatever like there is always a reason why people succeed versus fail and it's because they looked at the facts they looked at well what makes a great coffee shop you know what would make people come back again and again. So whatever it is that you want to achieve, you've got to start doing the research on this. You've got to start looking at why people survive in this area versus people who don't. And even if it's like not a career and you're looking at like wanting to survive in a relationship, look at friends who always find a relationship, who always fall on their feet, who always get the decent man, like what are they doing, what confidence did they have, how did they come across, how did they show up in the world, there is so much out there for you to do research on, but while you're sat with, oh my god, what was if it fails, so I can't do this, you're not looking for all the evidence and all of the facts out there that show you it's absolutely possible, You know, if you think about even the coaching industry, and please don't quote me on these stats because this is totally off the top of my head from what I remember when I was doing this work, but I'm sure it's like out of all the coaches who qualify, 12% will be successful. And those 12%, those are the people that you should be watching if you want to become a coach because they'll be doing something that makes them stand out in the coaching arena, that makes people want to work with them, that makes people go, oh my god, like she was so good, and then they tell their friend about it, you know, I'm sure I've talked about on here that actually, you know, most of my clients come from referrals, so if that's the case then, it's irrelevant what I do on social media, Um, but it's just, it gives you a really good example of Do you know what? Like some people have a fear of doing a certain business because, oh my God, I hate social media, I can't do it. I don't want to show up on social media. Well, there are plenty of accounts out there, no matter what your business is, where you don't have to show your face. Like even coaching, if I didn't want to show my face on my coaching platform, I don't have to. If you look at somebody like Vex King, okay, who has two um, best best-selling books out there, He doesn't show up on social media. And if he does, it's very rare. It's a long time since i looked at his social media. But it is all around quotes. Like, he's done something out there, a platform, where he never showed up on social media. So, you've got to look at, like, what is your fear? What's your worry? What's your concern? Um... I'm trying to think, I I, I apologize because I always go back to the coaching industry and that's just because the industry I know so well, but say for example, if you are a teacher and you're struggling and because I know, and GPs as well, right? GPs, teachers, nurses, right? There are people out there and it is a, all of those are tough, tough sectors to work in. And I, absolutely put you all on the biggest pedestal because I don't think it's easy. But what I would say is there is a small percentage of GPs, nurses, surgeons, teachers who find it easier than others to do their job and they commit to it and they do it and they have a really good life-work balance. Hunt those people out if you work in that sector and start to observe them start to research them start to figure out how they do their job and they enjoy it because there are people out there doing it and there are people out there enjoying it and there are people out there who have a really good work-life balance whilst doing it but you need to start leaning into your anxious thoughts and start reframing them so that they support your end goal whatever those end goals may be. Because or else you will give up and you will let those haunting, um, limiting beliefs come back time and time and time again. And I'll be having this conversation with you in 2024. And I want 2023 to be your most successful year, your most abundant year, your most transformative year, where you actually enjoy life? Because that's the end goal for all of us, irrelevant of what the specific goals are. The end goal is that so you enjoy life. And if you are unhappy right now, then get sick and tired of being sick and tired that you do something about it. And every time an anxious thought or a limiting belief pops up, I want you to remember these key words. What is it trying to tell you? What is that fear telling you? And what would somebody who is successful in that space do with that fear? Yeah. So it's like, what happens if it doesn't work? What do I need to do to make it work? That's the reframe. And with that, you then start looking for actions. You start doing research. You start looking at, well, actually, who does it well in this space? Who's earning money? Who's successful in their career? Who gets promoted? Like you will start to ask all those juicy, lovely questions that make you succeed in the area that you want to succeed in. And even if that's a health or a fitness, I'm trying to cover all the areas here, even if that's a health or a fitness goal. You need to start looking at people who have achieved that goal and start asking them questions. And whether that's a specialist in that area, whether you go and say, uh, uh, um, health and fitness coach, whether you go and see a PT, whether you go and see a hypnotist, whatever it is, go and see somebody who can support you in this. If you know you can't do this on your own, because don't make 2023 a repeat of last year. This has to be the year where you go, do you know what? I'm going to make changes. And I love, love, love all of you who have messaged me over the new year to say, Jude, I've been listening to you for so long and now I'm going to put it in action. Yay. I'm so excited for you. Like literally so excited for you because I know how good it feels when you start to take action and then things just start to flow in the right direction. And I promise you, when you start to feel good in that space, whatever your goal, the universe will start delivering you stuff. I promise you it will. It happens for me all the bloody time. It really does. When I start to feel good about stuff, the universe opens up and it starts to deliver me more of what I want. It supports me within that. But what you need to work on, and this is the only thing you need to work on, is the mindset needed to achieve what you want to achieve. And every time your mindset says, no, you can't do it, You need to start looking for ways in which you need to take action to be able to achieve the thing that you want to achieve. Because your mind's going to tell you one thing, because it's done that for as long as you can remember. It has stopped you in your tracks, because if it didn't, you would have achieved it by now already. So the thing that you need to work on is your mindset, and in tune with that, you need to be taking action. And even if that's spending, five minutes a day of researching, even if that's spending... 20 minutes a day doing exercise, even if that's spending um, 10 minutes a day on a day in website, even if that's spending um, 30 minutes a week, just planning your food, whatever it is, you can take action over it and you don't have to be educated in it to start whatever it is. You just need to start. And then every week, take time to reflect what's worked, what hasn't worked, what do I need to do differently? When did I know, when When am I aware of that I didn't take action and I, and I got back into old habits? And what I would say is, please, please, please do not wait till a Monday to start again. When you've realized you've slipped out of a good routine or a good habit, then start from that moment. Do not wait till the next um, day, hour, week, whatever, right? You've got to start there again. You've got to get back on the horse straight away or else you just won't. Your momentum will be gone. You'll then just allow yourself to, to go further into your self-sabotage. You know, if you are listening to this and you know I'm right, then you know you'll just keep following through with that self-sabotage and then the Monday will come and you have less enthusiasm, you'll have less determination. So therefore the effort you put in will be minimum and then eventually you'll just give up. So acknowledge when you've got into bad habits and be mindful of starting again. Ah, oh, right. Lovely to connect with you all. Um, so pleased that my throat has held out for my podcast and that I was able to get this recorded. As you are listening to this, I think we will be in the second week of January. So feel free to have that as your kickstart to the year or a reset or whatever is needed i always know that these podcast episodes go right to the person that needs to hear it so if that's you then i am truly truly thankful that you are listening and if it's not you but you know you've got a friend who needs it then pass it on have the most beautiful week everyone yeah and just use this as a beautiful springboard into your new year Thank you so much for listening to the Unbreakable Mindset Podcast with me, your host, Jude Don't. If you have enjoyed this episode, then please do share with others and it would mean a huge deal to me if you would rate, review, follow and subscribe on your podcast app. This will allow the podcast to keep growing and going to new audiences. And if you want to know all the ways in which you can work with me directly, please visit JudeDaunt.com coaching.co.uk the links will be in the show notes